Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 25. That's one quarter of the way to a hundred. Now, you may not think that's a big deal, but I'm notorious for hitting the eject button on anything that's difficult. I know that sounds terrible coming from a personal growth and leadership coach, but I'm just keeping it real, folks. And if you think putting out a podcast every week isn't hard, well, as my mom used to say, you've got another think coming. But when I find something I love that feeds my own energy, my motivation changes. Suddenly, I'm willing to learn new technology, invite other women to have recorded conversations with me, and even pitch myself to other podcasters like I have something to say. Because, well, I do. The more I share intentional optimism, the more I realize it's not just a life philosophy. It's a personal growth plan, an active pursuit. No longer simply principles to live by, these tenets are a real vehicle. Yes, as I've mentioned, a sailboat for personal growth. As I decide to get in that boat and engage in my own growth, it takes me further and further from those shores of mediocrity and security on the adventure of a lifetime. Which brings me to today's topic. Back in episode one, I made the following statement. I'm convinced, I truly believe that we need unconventional leaders to navigate through this unprecedented time in history and help us all come out on the other side better, more prepared, more open, and ready to take on whatever we need to do in any capacity or area you could even imagine. This means, my friend, that we have to do something. So today, we're talking about industry, the first piece of the tenet energetic. When I was first sharing intentional optimism, this word stumped a few people. It can be difficult to step away from the idea of industry as a segment of the market, but hear me out here. Industry, as a noun, is economic activity, producing or manufacturing, and hard work, movement, many times together with other people. So what can we do individually and together to grow? Rosie the Riveter is perhaps the most vivid picture of what women can do when we put our minds to it. When the whole world seemed to be falling apart, women came together to do something really extraordinary. They stepped into roles they'd never even been offered before and created a whole new idea of what it meant to be a woman in the workforce. This concept of being industrious, hardworking, diligent, conscientious, persevering through new experiences and ideas— applies to us as leaders in our families and our communities. Having an industrious bent allows us to provide for ourselves, our families, and others in ways that empower. And what does that look like? 2021 has dawned on a very different world. Many companies are considering never bringing their employees back into a physical location, and the world continues to shrink as we're all developing our digital capabilities. It means we're creative in what we produce and in ways to overcome financial and physical obstacles. And we accomplish that by growing our knowledge and skills. So what are you creating? I'm amazed on the daily how many women have gotten into the digital workforce. Gone are the days of the necessity of a brick and mortar shop to sell something you create. If you've got a product to sell, you can easily set up an Etsy shop, sell on Amazon or your own website, and boom, you're global. 
Whatever you might need to learn, digital self-education is available on virtually any topic. Digital course creation itself is a booming market. Think you're not a creative person? As I shared in episode number four on energetic, Chase Jarvis's book, Creative Calling, outlines his definition of creativity, which is the brilliant concept of establishing a daily practice, infusing your world with meaning and succeeding in work and life. This is what many around the globe are doing right now, including me, in the 100 Days Project. Every day for 100 days, we're creating something small, for me, an essay, and sharing it, usually on social media. I'm sharing mine in a coaching community. Search the hashtag 100 Days Project, and you'll be amazed at all the lovely things others are creating. And it's never too late to start. Give it a shot. The pure repetition of doing something for 100 consecutive days will develop you a good little habit. Creating is a natural extension of growth. When you grow, you create new ways of thinking, new ideas, new solutions. You may not be an entrepreneur, but when it comes to leading in our families and communities, everyone needs to be in creative mode. Here are a few questions to ask yourself. What are you creating? Trust me, you're creating something. What needs doing? Do you see something in front of you that really needs to be done? Are you thinking outside the box for creative solutions to your challenges? If you don't have an answer to any of those questions, that's your challenge today. What's your daily contribution to the world? Because you're either sitting in your dark house all by yourself, or you just can't see the ways that you create every single day. Now, once you begin to create, you need to sustain. So we need to become financially savvy. Money is the energy behind dreams and actions, like gasoline for a car. And no, it doesn't need to be a necessary evil. Money gives us the ability to provide for those for whom we are responsible and create opportunities for others to do the same. I'm speaking from a place of growth here. I've shared this before. This one's a hard one for me. I grew up in a community of conflicting money beliefs. Money is corrupting, yet necessary. Hard work is honorable, but it doesn't pay well. Giving and generosity are paramount to remaining humble and grounded. But if you don't have much, you can't give much. Now, don't get me wrong. Those of us in the Western world, no matter what our financial state, are rich in comparison to most other cultures. Everything is relative. However, our intentional optimist from Proverbs 31 is most certainly a woman of means. She produces and sells products. She purchases and sells real estate. With her profits, she buys a field and turns it into a vineyard, providing food and work for others. These are examples of things we can do. No matter your level of income, you need to be a savvy, good steward of what you have been given. Sometimes that means stepping out with a new idea and generating income in a way you may not have expected. If this is all new to you, it's time to learn some basic financial principles. Start with simple, well-known people like Dave Ramsey. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to ensure your business is profitable, then Profit First by Mike Michalowicz will get you started in the right direction. My friend Megan Hale is a certified Profit First coach, so I'll share some resources in the show notes if you prefer training over reading. Either way, figure out how you can use your finances to provide for your needs and then the needs of others. 
Now, maybe you're not producing or creating because you think you don't know how or where to start. Well then, it's time to grow your skills. Confidence comes from getting the knowledge, information, and skills to do the thing you want to do. Nearly four years ago, I decided I wanted to help other women. How? I I really wasn't sure. In the past, I'd toyed around with traditional ways like selling cosmetics and skincare, even becoming an interior designer in order to celebrate beauty and help women create safe, nurturing, comforting spaces in their homes. But nothing quite fit. Then I realized I was helping people on a daily basis by listening, answering, and teaching. And that's when it clicked. I did not, however, have all the skills I needed to jump right into a coaching, teaching, or speaking business. I went out and found the education and certification I needed. Training or growing my knowledge isn't enough, though. I have to practice and improve my skills. So I coach clients, I cultivate the community of a Facebook group, I put together this podcast, and I teach Sunday school. All these activities develop my skill set every week. Now, I still take classes, read books, listen to podcasts, and learn from my own coach. I'm always working on my knowledge base, but increasing my knowledge encourages me to up my skills. Are you working to develop your skill set at work, home, or maybe even in the community? If not, where do you most need to grow? Figure out what you need to learn and then take some action. Sometimes being productive can feel overwhelming, but hey, we're all in this together, ladies. Ask for help. Alrighty then, take a look at where industry is showing up in your life or not, and then decide to do something about it. As I always say, begin small, right where you are. First, create. Are you creating? I'm certain you are. Are you thinking outside the box for creative solutions to your challenges? Then I say, see, yes, you are. Celebrate that and lean in, but don't stop there. Look for new ways to create. Next, get your financial chops in order. Now, you can't see me, but I'm kind of wagging my finger at my own image in the mirror here. We can't share if we don't have. Don't let this topic scare you. You truly know more than you think, and you can learn the basics. There are so many resources out there. If I can work on this, you can work on this. And finally, grow your skills. I'm absolutely positive there is some skill set you need that will catapult you into the next level of growth, productivity, or leadership. Look at where you are. Where are you frustrated? That's the perfect place to start. So what will you choose today? Will you let your little boat of personal growth float along with the current, drifting wherever it takes you, a non-participant in your own destiny? Or worse, will you sit in the sand on the shore, filled with regret or jealousy, as you watch others sail by on their way to the future they've chosen? Your boat will sit beautifully on the beach, looking spiffy and cute, all day long, but it'll go nowhere on its own. It's the same with intentional optimism. Recognizing and affirming the six tenets of optimistic, present, energetic, courageous, wise, and intentional— is good and important. But it's like admiring the sunfish on the beach. It accomplishes nothing. Its usefulness is only realized when you place it in the water and get in. Once you do, things begin to change. 
Only in the water can you experience the exhilaration that comes from realizing and recognizing the power of a personal growth plan. So get that boat in the water. That's my specialty. I help you begin the journey, giving you the equipment you need. I help you launch from the beach. I've done this myself, many times by myself, but I've had amazing sisters help me through those breakers out into the open waters where I can sail. The easiest place to start is our Facebook community, Intentional Optimists. We're building a community with a culture that helps us all learn to think and live with intentional optimism. We're encouraging each other and feeding our minds in our monthly book club focused on personal growth and development. So join us. The link is in the show notes along with a few free resources to get you moving into 2021 with intention. Thank you for your time today on your run, your commute, while you're getting ready, or wherever you listen. Please share this with another woman today. I'm positive you know someone who could use this message or our Intentional Optimist Facebook community as a source of both examples and encouragement. And as a last favor, if you find this podcast helpful and encouraging, would you take a moment and leave a rating and review? Your kind words and positive rating will help even more women find us. Until next time.